I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 13th of the 3rd, 2023. Lots of threes in there. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and markets. And in this case, SVB. If you haven't heard of it yet, it stands for Silicon Valley Bank. I'm Nadine Blaney here with David Scott. Scotty, uh, yeah, a day of, of trying to understand not just how we got to this point so quickly with SVB, but also the implications potentially here in Australia for some Aussie-listed companies. Yeah, obviously a lot of the tech sector in particular had exposure here locally, uh, but a lot of them are depositors. So they should go get uh, made good in full. So that takes some of that risk away. There was a few that had revolving facilities and the like uh, with this uh, SVP. But so yeah, more, more to the point, I think, uh, when it comes to how that bank was run, uh, the really concerning thing from my perspective as a former bank treasury worker is just how bad this situation was allowed to go and get before it blew up. Uh, that to me is a really worrying thing. And, and where are the risk management parameters? Uh, who was uh, watching over this? Because certainly uh, looking at it from a layperson's perspective, I know from a distance, uh, it doesn't seem very good. Yeah. Well, to your point, you know, we will be talking about moral hazard more and more. So the depositors will be made good because U.S. officials decided that they wanted to stem any potential chance of systemic risk. They don't want runs on banks once they open up once again on Monday. Uh, but, yeah, when you look at some of the details of this case with SVB, you know, basically we're unhedged against the risk brought on as interest rates were rising and their exposure to to the bond portfolio. They were below sort of a key um, threshold, which allowed them to not be as uh, transparent, not only that, but you know, keeping uh, as much capital on the book. So there's all these sorts of conversations that will continue to be had. But in your view, has enough been done today? And we will hear from the President Joe Biden yet again tomorrow to stem any chance of what what we call, you know, contagion. Yes, uh, in succinct terminology. Uh, look, whilst it's never said explicitly, implicitly, every single deposit at banks in the United States and for most uh, no, nations around the world has got an implicit guarantee uh, by the government backing it up. And whether we want to go and, and say it or not, uh, I think that you know, this move today is likely to go and, and create some uh, some confidence in the system. Naturally, it's not going to be you know something that goes and happens on the turn of a dime. It will actually go and take a while to go and, and get that confidence back. But uh, look, the liquidity lines that have been opened up, this uh, temporary uh, you know, uh, facility of the first crater, the uh, the BT uh, DP, uh, looks like it's going to go and provide the opportunity to go and uh, post collateral at, uh, at 100 cents to the dollar despite where it's trading at from its uh, 
on those high quality liquid assets uh, on bank books and that should go and provide that funding should people want to go and pull their funding out but uh, certainly I don't think we're going to go and see widespread uh, bank use and uh, bank runs like we saw over the weekend. Okay, so there you go. Uh, and if you'd like to listen to some analysis, we did plenty of it throughout the day today. Your conversation with Anthony Doyle from Fire Trail Investments comes to mind. Scotty, he's saying this is not a layman's moment. And so you can find those all online. We talked about what it will mean for the crypto space um, and uh, what it means for uh, you know, some of the other asset classes as well. But pretty much every conversation had S. SVB, sorry, uh, in there somewhere, Silicon Valley Bank. So one of the companies that, uh, well, has come through to have the most exposure to SVB and SVB UK, SiteMinder, its shares were down by about uh, 5% today. Cash holdings of up to $10 million also had some sort of a revolving facility worth 20 million US. Uh, so we'll keep our eye on these, you know, developments, obviously. Um, because it, it was good to have today in a way to talk about because there really wasn't any macro data uh, today. It's a pretty quiet night in the US. It, it's almost as if that jobs data in the US on Friday never happened uh, because of such little attention being paid to it. But what we do know is that that US jobs market is still strong. There's nothing in that read that's going to convince the Fed, the FOMC, when it meets next week that they still don't have to act on rates, correct? Yeah, look, uh, if it wasn't for what was going on with the uh, the banking crisis, uh, which maybe won't be a banking crisis in the, in the long run, uh, we would have been talking today about a Goldilocks jobs report. Uh, a lot of job creation again, a massive beat relative to expectations for payrolls again. I think it's like the 11th time in a row we've gone and seen that. Uh, but yeah, no real signs of a uh, real uh, percolation when it comes to wage pressures, more participation coming back to the labor force as well. So I think uh, that would probably would have been enough uh, unless we get a really ugly, hot uh, inflation print uh, tomorrow night our time for the states uh, to go and see the Fed pull back to a 25 basis point hike. So we just going to see the data this week. Uh, obviously, uh, still a lot of uh, permeations coming through about uh, uh, Silicon Valley Bank and uh, a few others of that to be uh, folded up over the uh, course of the weekend. But if we get some uh, some stronger data coming through again, I know that Goldman Sachs is out saying that they don't think there'll be a hike from the Fed come later this month. But if we get some strongish data, no, well, look, all things being equal, I still think the Fed will go. Yeah, and we do have big data. We've got consumer prices Tuesday night. We've got producer prices. We have import-export data still to come, but it's really the producer prices that is the next key data point in the United States. Uh, just while we're still sort of loosely on the subject of SVB, we had the banks today here locally all coming under pressure, nabbed down by one and a quarter percent. The fallout from SVB was the sort of, I can't really call it stock of the day, but conversation of the day on the call. And uh, the big question was, you know, do you look for companies with exposure or is it more just indicative of the change in cycle? You know, the real change in cycle that's happening now. So we had Nathan Samasandaram and Gaurav Sodhi joining David Kosh on the call. Here's what they had to say. Gents, how are you? Got Markets you. all very nervy today. Aren't they? Banking <laughs> dominoes falling. <laughs> Third bank today, Signature Bank in the US has been closed. Yeah. Uh, do you get nervous, Nathan? I love this. I love it. Um, we we actually had banks are uh, the biggest sales sector for yep. a number of months. For quite a while, you've yeah. been saying that. And I, I'm not uh, disagreeing what the market's seeing. I'm not 
I, I just you find didn't it funny. pick this up. No, right? no. But yeah. I mean, but the thing is, the exposure should be logical. The bank has, by definition, shrunk to deal with a certain part of the market, and that market has been a bear market for over a year. Yeah. So is anyone shocked that they're having a tough time? Yeah. No. Um, but I think what's more important is the what has got them into trouble. I mean, you can see the bonds and the losses from that side, and that's the contagion. Yeah. What what people are, you know, you've seen Bank of England uh, step in when the pension funds got into trouble with the bond market. Yeah. And similarly, you're having these kind of issues. So this is not going away. Yeah. I think the bank. So a lot, a lot of people would say, back in the GFC, yeah. banks got caught in dodgy loans yeah. and dodgy mortgages. Here, they're being caught in government bonds, which are meant to be the safest of the safe investment, and no one got fired for investing in government bonds. Well, well times have changed. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, when you have nearly 15 years of manipulated bond market, there is side effects to it. Right. And it basically destroyed um, a logical asset allocation. Yeah. And so we've got manipulated asset allocation. Banks are forced to have to hold certain assets for liquidity reasons. And when things go a bit pear-shaped, they're left holding the losses. And right. that's and that's going to play out. And I think, don't, don't worry about a specific bank why it's playing, but the thematic of banks getting into those kind of issues, right. we've already seen it in Europe, UK, we're seeing now in the US, and without a doubt, emerging markets are a source of uncertainty. That's right. gonna flow into, I would assume, European banks, because they have a high exposure to emerging markets. And these kind of things will continue to play when okay. you're in a slowing cycle. So it's general weakness in the banking market. I think that's expected. Gaurav, do you get Look, concerned? for me, this is just um, a prime example of, of why investing is so damn hard. I mean, yeah. who would have thought a week ago we'd be sitting here talking about the collapse of a top 20 American bank? Yep. And, and as you say, I mean, this was my thought process as well, that um, loan quality has actually been pretty good. The banks are well capitalized in general. The Aussie banks have yep. never been stronger. Yep. It just wasn't something I was thinking about at all. And um, the businesses do get caught up in it. So one of my portfolio holdings, I own a business called Ike GPS. Um, I had a couple of um, million bucks with SVB. Yep. And I, I, did, I did not have as a risk factor <laughs> that, that right. they'll lose a couple of million bucks by holding deposits in a Silicon Valley yep. based bank. I, yep. That was not in my mind and it would, never would be. It just shows that this is a tough game. Stuff happens and um, it's unpredictable stuff. Yep. It just, it's a reminder that we need to be uh, sensible and cautious all the time, especially when other people are being silly. Yep. And over the last few years, there's just been so much crazy behavior and it's just being, it's getting discovered now. Um, so this, this, you know, I don't know what happens from here. I don't know whether this is specific to SVP or this is a more systemic thing, I don't know. But um, it just shows that you need to be sensible all the time. You, you ca yeah. cannot get carried away with the crowd. You cannot be euphoric and you cannot do dumb stuff, never, because you get punished for it in this yeah. game. Now, uh, we should say all, all the deposits uh, I'll be backed. Uh, Are they? I wasn't sure about that. Right. It just okay. literally happened. Okay. Uh, Janet sure, Yellow, yeah. okay. sort of this morning, right, came right. out and said all depositors will be, will be looked after, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but every company affected has really had to come out and declare. And declare it. it. So, yeah. Uh, let's talk about Sightminder using mm. um, using uh, Silicon Valley Bank or Native come out and deny mm. they have anything on deposit. <laughs> so every tech company is They going, have to do it, right? Yeah, we've got yeah. a bit, or no, we're not. Or. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's just it's the an uncertainty. That's it. And, and that will now 
will sit in the investor mind. Mm. Yes. So there will be a pullback <clears throat> in the multiple that they were paying. I think you're right. Because this mm. is not going away. Yep. So suddenly this is another risk factor that's going to be there. Yeah. And now banks who naturally gravitate to certain parts where they make the most amount of money, they have created that risk. Yeah. So now everyone will look at that and say, oh, that might not be a good thing anymore. You need want the diversification. Mm. So look, Scott, you really do have to listen to the whole conversation to get the gist of it. But basically, Nathan was saying, sell the banks. You know, it's a hard sell for the banks at this stage in the cycle. Yeah, uh, I was writing about the banks fortuitously uh, late yeah. last week, just before this all blew up, and about the uh, the capital risks that were associated with it. I stand exactly by what I said back then. I uh, just trading so richly uh, relative to particularly other banks around the world. And whilst I'm not saying for a second that uh, no, there's, uh, no, uh, they're on par with, uh, with some of these uh, no, very troubled lenders in the United States, uh, the one thing that the, uh, you do get a good lesson from this is that there is a lot of different opportunities out there in the marketplace to go and park your funds uh, in investments that are very, very safe and pay quite a lot at this point in time. Uh, which means when you talk about funding costs in particular for the banks, well, uh, they've just gone up a lot. So you wonder why the bank share price went down despite the bailout. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So at stock specifically, um, I do note on Comsec's Twitter account, they say Pilbara was the most traded. It was also the most traded company on the Bell Direct platform last week. I had a conversation with Harry Watt from Sean Partners to start the day. He weighed in on future facing minerals, including lithium including rare earths and including copper. So that interview is available via your show notes. If you want to hear what the market matters and Sean Partners peeps are looking to get maybe at a slightly cheaper price, but they're still, you know, they're still really quite keen on a lot of those um, subsectors within the materials space. Also, uh, just because we don't want to get too negative, I spoke with Ron Shamgar from Tamim Asset Management. He gave me three companies he reckons are ripe for an upgrade cycle. So you can access that via the show notes as well. Other than that, Scuddy, I mean, it was such a day dominated by that international news. The top five, as far as I can see on the 200, really didn't have any news associated with them. Capricorn, Romelius, uh, Silver Lake, Northern Star, Gold Road. You can kind of guess the theme there. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. They're all, they're, they're all, so it was the top seven that I have on my list for the, for the benchmark okay. that were all gold miners. And they're all, they're all what you're doing to be second tier gold miners. So that's that's the unique, uh, so no news, but that was the other uh, unique trait across all of them. Yeah, you got it. All right. And on the flip side, nickel industry is down by 5%. Uh, we did see, um, we saw brain chip, you know, again, one of those real, yeah, story stocks down by 4%, Kelsian, as well as AUB. So uh, look, again, no real sort of concrete news associated with those names, more of a sentiment uh, thing. So, so Scotty, tomorrow we'll have a lot to talk about here locally on the macro front, not just the weekly consumer confidence read, but we get the business survey, monthly consumer confidence. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how businesses in particular are feeling when it comes to confidence around the employment market, the jobs market, also spending as well. 
Yeah, and we also have a full contingent across uh, the states and territories. Uh, today here in South Australia, it's uh, Adelaide Cup Day. Take the day off for a horse race, and that's going to oh. go and jump in about 10 minutes' time, by the way, if you're interested in having a punt. Um, and yeah, and also Victoria off as well today. So uh, we might get a bit more uh, a bit more flow coming through the marketplace as well. Uh, that really was a bit of a lacking force as well today, not having uh, the all uh, investors at their desks over the course of the day. Oh, okay. All right. Did not know that, Scotty. See, I learned something new every day when I hang out with you. Uh, look, just to reiterate, pretty quiet night on the macro front tonight in the US, but there will be a lot of conversation, a lot of interest in what happens with the banking space, in particular in the smaller end of the market and those that are more exposed. Uh, we will also be waiting for uh, that data coming through tomorrow. Uh, safe to say, a lot of attention will be paid to the US dollar. Um, and just to reiterate, the local market finished down by half a percent, 7,109. Scotty, do you have anything to add? We were up 7.5% uh, for the year. We're now up only 1%. So it's been right. quite the uh, roller coaster start to 2023. Sure has. Look, there's plenty of news and analysis on our website, osbiz.com.au. If you don't visit it, you really should get caught up with what you need to know and some of those uh, stock picks as well. Um, Scotty, have a good night. Hope your horse wins. You too. We'll see you all again for... Yeah. Oh, look, uh, I'm not going to have a punt on it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> certainly uh, I'm sure that a few people around town are. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. See ya. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.